Michael Potter. And all that. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio.
After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. Thanks for joining us here in the Dirty Chai studio. Hopefully your Sunday is going well. Uh, it's spectacular here. And uh, we can't wait to enjoy it with you the rest of the evening. Live until 11 o'clock each and every Sunday night on DirtyChaiRadio.com. Of course, you can follow the show during the week on Twitter at AHRadioWY. Facebook, Facebook.com slash AHRadioWY. And Instagram. After Hours Radio, WY on, on Instagram. Uh, also, uh, DirtyChaiRadio.com. You can submit your music, let us know about any events or shows that uh, you might be hosting, anything that's coming up. We love to share your stuff, so go ahead and uh, send that our way. Still to come on the show, we'll talk about uh, the long COVID wait, a rose by any other smell, uh, the nostalgia factor, and the luck of the unlucky. Plus, milestones, if we can reach them. We're sitting at uh, 33 degrees currently. We made it up to all of 40 today. Uh, We're going to be dropping to 27. And then bouncing up all the way to 60 tomorrow. Then the bottom falls out and we're back in the 30s again on Tuesday. But it'll be a pleasant Monday, which is nice because Monday's a whore, you know, as the sign says. Um, I came across this, and I know it's just a publicity stunt and... They do those things this time of year. Well, really, all the times of the year. But uh, Pepsi and Peeps are combining to make a marshmallow soda. It's... That does not sound appealing. I am not one of those people that hates on Peeps. uh, But I'm not really a big fan of Pepsi. I'm more of a Coca-Cola person. I have a yearly Coke in a glass, don't you know? And it's amazing. Um, but not, not, not Pepsi. So I don't, I don't really care for the Pepsi and then marshmallow soda doesn't sound good at all. Like a marshmallow cola. That's, it's a little too far. It's a little too far for my tastes. And I like some pretty weird things, but that's, that's not one of them. Um, another thing that I found in the food category, well, food and drink category, I guess, a marshmallow soda would be a drink. You can't chew that. Well, I mean... Hopefully not. But Post Cereal is offering to reimburse Grape Nuts fans who got price gouged during the grape the Great Grape Nuts shortage of 2020-2021. There's a lot to take in there, at least for me. The Great Grape Nuts shortage and Post Cereal is reimbursing Grape Nuts fans. I didn't know there were Grape Nut fans. I thought there were people that bought grape nuts. I didn't know why they bought grape nuts. I, I guess I, they didn't know any better, is what I thought. But apparently I was wrong. Because um, they, they ran out. Why? But anyway, Post Cereal is going to cover you up to $100 if you were so desperate for the cereal that you paid the ransom to get some when supermarkets were out. But I ask again, people like grape nuts? Like, seriously? 
like that much that they need a reimbursement because they went to a third party to buy their nuts, their grape nuts, their cereal. I don't know that I'm that dedicated to any food or brand of food that I would need to do that. That's not just food. That's anything, really, I suppose. Uh, no. No, if I can't get it the easy way, I don't really want it. <laughs> Said by the American in the room, right? Of course. Hey, ahead on the show, we got that long COVID wait. A rose by any other smell. We'll talk a little nostalgia, perhaps. And uh, the luck of the unlucky. It's all ahead on After Hours Radio.
keeping your music taste out of Sucker Creek since 2011. After Hours Radio, alternatively entertaining. Original After Hours Radio. Your Sunday nights just got better.
After Hours Radio and Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. Here we are. I've got uh, the one and only Cordell here uh, in the Dirty Chai studio with me as well. Well, Cordell, it'd be nice if, if, uh, if man, some- you know, you're you're always so nice to to tell me to come on by on Sunday evenings, and then yeah, don't even turn on my microphone when you introduce me. Sheesh. Why? 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 No respect. Nah. I get no respect. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, it's good to be here. How How are you, Ryan? Never better. Never better. Sweet. Um, you know, the, the, this is going to be uh, an interesting an interesting show. Uh, ahead tonight, we got a rose by any other smell. Uh, a bit of nostalgia, maybe. Uh, the luck of the unlucky, and we'll see if we can't reach some milestones. As always, if you're listening live, don't forget to stream the podcast on all major services. Uh, if you're on the podcast, maybe check us out live some Sunday night, 7 until 11, each and every Sunday, on DirtyChairRadio.com. Cordell. Yes, Ron. We haven't really done much in a year. And as such, we as Americans have apparently gained quite a bit of weight during the pandemic. (laughs) At least, you know, if you didn't get the virus and lose weight that way. (laughs) They estimate that most people gained. Yeah, well, yeah, how much, how much, Cordell? How much do you think most people gained during the pandemic? Hmm. On average. I don't know. I guess I would have guessed like maybe twenty to twenty-five pounds. You're you're not you're not too far like, off. Oh, really? You're not too far off. Um, what were you gonna say? It seems like. Well, it's you. The way you said it, it just seems like maybe it's gonna be a little higher than that. <laughs> well, most people gained. They say about two pounds a month. So that's a, another so, good twenty pounds or so. Yeah. Uh, so little maybe beer, a little yeah, more. It's about twenty-five. Pounds almost. Yep. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like my new body. Way to go, America. <laughs> uh, it's. Um, I guess it would be kind of hard to avoid if you. Especially not, like. Uh, you don't all have the many people that have options. been working from home. Yeah. Over the last year, like you already now don't have to leave the house more than normal. Right, no joke. And then, especially if you're not used to the idea of not leaving the house or staying active when you're when you're not. uh, I feel bad for the extroverted people out there that are stuck at home. Oh, this is years had to have been just horrible. Yeah, horrible. yeah, I guess that's about all I've got on that. It had to be horrible for extroverts. Yep, we introverts do not understand. No, we, we try to sympathize the, the best we can. But, yeah. I still think that, uh, I don't know, I got uh, I got outside a little bit more during the this last year, but I certainly didn't get outside more in a way that would, you'd call active. Yeah, me neither. It was more I just was outside. Yeah, I needed to exist, so I, I existed outside instead right. of inside. Yeah, pretty much I had to for, you know. That's like, what hammocks are good for, just existing. True. No, can't, go, can't go wrong with a good old hammock nap. No, no, I I, I really want a hammock. I think uh, summer 21 is the... You should get one. I have one, and then we can go hammocking together. Yes, yes, that sounds so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Had never even thought of it. Yeah. What are you doing? Right, we're going to go out and find a couple of trees to hang from. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound so bad. 
Now, do you spend your Sundays? Well, you relax. Yeah. <laughs> I spend the evening in a tree, and then, or I spend the afternoon in a tree, and then in the evening I do a podcast. Yeah. Works out all right. A little NASCAR. Hey, that's a thing. That you, happened you today, watch. right? No, it was it supposed to. What? Why didn't it happen today? Okay, Cordell, get this. They spent two weeks filling Bristol Speedway. Speedway. Oh, yeah, it was supposed to be on dirt today, right? Yeah, they, they spent two weeks filling up Bristol with dirt and then torrential rains. Oh. Yeah, flooded the campgrounds. That sucks. <laughs> so they're going to try and do it again tomorrow. Oh, but, man. <laughs> all that work, all that work just to rain. Yeah, so sad. So sad. <laughs> Feel for them, too. I mean... <laughs> Regardless of your thoughts on, on, on the sport of NASCAR, right? Um, All that time just it yeah, feels so. Y- you wasted. work on you work <laughs> on something, and you know that it's a possibility the whole time that it could rain. Yeah, but you don't. Uh, you, you hope that it doesn't happen. Yeah, and then of course, it does. And of course, there's the the NASCAR critics saying, "Well, you should have had it on the pavement anyway." It just goes <laughs> to show you. I was looking forward to it, though. I thought it would have been really neat to see it happen on dirt. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen it before. It has happened, but not in the modern era of NASCAR. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. It started on dirt, running from cops. <laughs> Good old American way. <laughs> Moonshining, you know, prohibition and exactly. what have you. So there's that. I don't know where, how we got to here or how we're going to get to where we're going, but stick ahead. It sh- stick around. It should be fun. Uh, we got to Roses by Other Smells. Cassette tapes? Do you own any cassette tapes? Have you ever Cordell? Actually, uh, it was funny. I was, I, I saw your post on After Hours before I came over, and I was just thinking about this. I have, I have one cassette tape. I own one. You know what it is? What is it? It's a, it's a soundtrack. It's a soundtrack to an animated TV series by the <laughs> name of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it is phenomenal. <laughs> but it's the only one I got. <laughs> As long as you enjoy it, that's, that's, that's the thing that matters. That's the thing that matters, as long as you enjoy it. So just stick around. We'll talk more about that. Plus, if we can, we'll reach some milestones on After Hours Radio and Dirty Chai Radio.
And all that. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. music taste out of Sucker Creek since 2011 After Hours Radio alternatively entertaining
let them get inside your head You're crawling through the dust Believing lies But when I look at you, my love I'm looking at an eagle born to fly You turn Let them get inside your head You're
After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. My name's Ryan Quinn. In the Dirty Chai studio with me, we've got Cordell, as per usual. Ahead on the show tonight, we've got, uh, well, A Rose by Any Other Smell, Cassettes, The Luck of the Unlucky, and we'll talk about uh, some milestones. As always, if you're listening live, don't, uh, don't forget to follow the show, or follow the podcast. Yeah. I was combining my, my, my promo material there. Did you notice? Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, at AHRadioWI. You can stream the podcast anywhere that major, uh, wherever you find your favorite podcast. We're there, too. Cordell. Yes. So, speaking of COVID, some people who get COVID, as you know, lose their sense of smell. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, that's pretty common. And then... Some get, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, so forgive me, but some get what's known as parasomoya. Para, parosm, par, parosmoya. P-A-R-O-S-M-I-A. Anyway. What's that? You get your sense of smell back, but everything stinks. Like, you smell poop when you smell a flower. Your own skin reeks. But only you're the you're the only one that smells this. So, you know, you make a good point there. Um, <clears throat> I, I do. Uh, can we just agree that Outcast called it when they said that roses really smell like poo? Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! Did they not call this? You, they did. you just they said did. it makes the, the the flowers smell like poop. Yeah, yeah. That that's what the, that's what they said. That's what the notes say. Outcast. Time travelers. Uh, yeah, I said just it like here. The, <laughs> just like the Simpsons. Oh, why do you think his name is Andre Three Thousand? True. Yeah, duh. Duh. <laughs> he went back. Wow, a that is a uh, that is very interesting though. Right? Can hmm. you imagine having to go through life with that? That'd be horrible. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, this like, can you, you would you would never know if you actually smelled like poop or not. Right. You'd have to yeah. rely on, on 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 other people who you can't stand the smell of. Exactly. Oh man, like that'd be horrible. Yeah, everything just smells foul, and <sighs> that would really disrupt your life. That that that's that's that not would good. Suck. Yeah. Man, that would be. What smell of... would you miss the most? Mm. Fresh cut grass, maybe. Smell of gasoline. I never understood that. People really like the smell of gasoline. I'm told, but I. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't. Get I do kind of like the smell of gas. I do not mind I the really, smell of tires. I like that. I really do like the smell of fresh cut grass. But you know what I like even more than that? What's that? Is a nice fresh rain on a spring day. Oh yeah, that is. You just can't go wrong with that. No, you can't. I would. I would if I if I couldn't smell that anymore. That'd be pretty sad. I do like the smell of snow, too, like just before it's about to snow. Like you get that it's about to rain smell. You also get an about to snow smell, and I like that one. I think, though, the worst would be it would be really hard to cook, like without with like a a bad sense of smell. Oh, yeah. And that's going to affect your sense of taste, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That'd be terrible. You're not, you'd never get to enjoy food the same again. No, you wouldn't. The heck is that? What taste would you miss the most? Oh my goodness, I, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> that would that's 
Man, that would be terrible. I feel bad for those people. Yes, I, that's not something I would want to. I'd want to live with, and it can linger long after the virus is gone. And that's hmm. I feel. I feel for you. I feel for you. Hey, speaking of uh, unfortunate things, mm-hmm. we got the luck of the unlucky on the way. So oh it's going to get better. Plus, <laughs> we might reach some milestones, and we'll talk about how strong is the nostalgia factor. But first, Cordell. Yes? She's my tummy. Astronaut. That's the name of the song on After Hours Radio. I believe you. It's right there. And we're going to play it. Perfect. Stalk us on Facebook and Twitter for exclusive content and information from the artists you love. After Hours Radio, your Sunday night just got better.
After Hours Radio and Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn in the Dirty Chai studio. With me is Cordell, and we are here on a Sunday night. Ahead on the show, we've got a, a few different things. The luck of the unlucky will hopefully reach some uh, milestones, but Cordell, apparently we're doing this again. Uh, cassette tapes are, are making a comeback, and I know <laughs> we've made mention of that, especially when we had Emmett on the show, and yep. uh, I got... It, it, I was pretty yeah, uh, excited his last, about his uh, cassette. His last one on Yeah. On yeah. And it appears that I'm not the only one that's been buying cassettes. <laughs> um, sales of cassette tapes. Are you ready for this? They're up 33% from last year. Not that 30 33% of very little is anything all that exciting, but apparently tapes still, are... I don't know. It's still pretty decent. In, uh, yeah, it's in an increase. Year. And I remember... I don't know, 10 or so years ago when folks were saying the same thing about vinyl sales increasing about 33%. Hmm. Um, 33% of very little is still very it's little. It's still a third. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now vinyl is... Didn't they? Didn't vinyl... Maybe I'm wrong here. Uh, but I think vinyl outsold CDs for the first time in, in years wow. uh, this last year. If so, I didn't hear about that, but I... I wouldn't be surprised. I wonder if uh, if if Google things can uh, can tell us things pretty quick. Record sales versus CD sales. Twenty twenty. Oh, there's too many twos in that Cordell. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Validation from BusinessInsider.com. Americans are spending more on vinyl records than CDs for the first time since the 1980s. Wow. U.S. record sales in the first half of 2020 totaled $232.1 million, nearly double the $129. million raked in from CD sales. <laughs> so that's uh, vinyl is doing a, a lot better, and we didn't think that would happen 10 years ago. Right. And so... Will we see the the comeback of cassettes? I don't think we not not mainstream like vinyls become mainstream. No, I don't think so. Either. You don't get the but uh, you you get a few. Uh, you'll never get the same fidelity out. You'll of it. probably be able to find a few gems over the next couple of years on cassette. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. There'll be some things that uh, that are going to be worth having on cassette. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it'll ever compete with vinyl though. Yeah, or CDs for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, does your does your vehicle have a have a tape tape deck in it? Yeah, I got a tape deck in my car. Dang, I wish I did. But I, I love know. it. I love it. I ain't See, I would I would buy more if if uh, if it were for that. Yeah, it it, it helps. It helps that uh, when I do buy cassettes, I do have a place to play them. Yeah. I've also got a cassette player in the living room, but it's not quite the same. I have one on my stereo system so Same. i could play them at home but yeah, yeah but if, I like it, to if play it's my good vinyl. <laughs> yeah 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 you play your vinyl at, at home you play mm. your cassette in the car yeah, think not? we'll ever ever see the return of eight tracks do you know what eight tracks are uh, i've never personally had one no or, i, I wouldn't expect that you would one, i believe so no i'm not very familiar with them me either i don't think we'll ever see a resurgence i do remember one time Long, long time ago, 90s probably, early 2000s perhaps, uh, we were in the car, me and my father I think it was, and 
the DJ on one of the local radio stations had found a eight-track player sitting around the studio, wanted to see if it would work, mm-hmm. and as it turned out, it didn't, oh. and we got to hear it fail. <laughs> I, I wish I remembered what what song it was. It was a old old song, like from the '60s or something. Hmm. And so it had no business being on on what was then a, a adult contemporary station it's supposed to play newer music, but uh, it didn't work anyway. But it was kind of neat yeah. experiencing that. You don't hear much of that on radio these days. People just like, oh, I'm gonna try this thing. Mm-hmm. Wish you'd... If I had an A-track player, I'd play it now. Yeah. I don't have one. We don't. I almost bought a phonograph once. Just, it that's had a that, bunch that's of... That's that thing with, like, the big, uh... Yeah, the big horn-looking thing. You yeah. crank it up. Yeah. And that, like, got, like, the clay records. Oh, they're, okay. like, they're, they're thick, man. They're okay. Thick. And it, like, came with a bunch of those. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I didn't do it. it. Well, I don't have the space for it, number one. Yeah. Like, I went and bought an organ once. Just it, it was a dollar. How could you pass it up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an organ. <laughs> Do I know how to play the organ? No. Did I then? No. Did I learn? No. <laughs> but it's you an had, organ. You had one for a dollar. Yeah. And, and now my parents have one. <laughs> <laughs> And they got it for free. Hey, there you go. <laughs> they would like to get rid of it for free. <laughs> I I got to find some space for it. It actually had uh, an auxiliary input mm-hmm. and made a great stereo. Made a great mm-hmm. stereo. Like it got some, some big, warm speakers yeah, on it. Yeah, I bet. Like you use an RCA cord to plug in your phone, <sighs> and it almost makes your phone sound like vinyl. Almost, because it's got that old, old... Yeah, I suppose you're playing through, you know, old, old speakers. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I got to get that back. I also um, think I bought it. an old Magnavox from... uh, Originally purchased in May 4th, 1968. Uh, Big old console record player. Oh. Yeah. Eight bucks. You can't pass that up. It works? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Came with the Frank Sinatra record. Very nice. Yeah, I, I figured that was a win. My parents now uh, own that. <laughs> <laughs> they wish they we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, stick around. We got more coming up here on After Hours Radio. Like the luck of the unlucky. Plus, perhaps uh, some milestones. But first, Cordell, this is a song from a band called Suffer City. Do you want to take a guess at what the name of the song is? I have no idea. Once I was a cat.
Portal Podcast. Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn in the Dirty Chai studio with me, of course. We've got uh, Cordell, and uh, we're, we've we've been places, we've seen things, and uh, we listened to some music along the way. And if you're listening live, don't forget you can relive your favorite moments on the podcast. It's available on all major services. And if you're listening to the podcast, please join us live each and every Sunday from 7 until 11 p.m. on DirtyChairRadio.com. You never know what's going to happen, especially uh, with it being live. On the podcast, we've got the, the freedom to change things if we want. Though we never have. No. But I'll go on record and say that there's, 
There's never been any edits that have changed anything, really. Yeah. So you it's can just, just you know less of the show. <laughs> it's not the whole show. <laughs> you can also stream along on YouTube. That goes uh, from 8:30 until 11 each and every Sunday night. And then of course that's archived on on YouTube. Just go to our channel. You'll be able to to scroll back and see different things. Cordell. Yes. Would you consider yourself a lucky man or an unlucky man? Mm. Maybe neither. Kind of. I don't know. You get good luck and bad luck both. Yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy got a handful of both of it. Uh, you ever play the lottery? I don't. Uh, I have a few times, but I've never like won a lot, so. Well. I don't really anymore. There was a $1.2 million lottery ticket. Hmm. Guy had it. Guy lost it. Dang. After promising his wife he would keep it in a special safe place until they could cash it in. <laughs> he did not do that. He then carefully retraced his steps and found it on the floor in the car parts store he shopped at after unwisely taking the ticket out to show his brother. And it was still there? Yeah, he went from lucky to unlucky to lucky again. With a dash of irresponsibility and a lot of redemption. Oh, my lord. Can you imagine that emotional roller coaster? No kidding. Like, like you're excited uh, that you won. I would be so mad at myself for that. Like, how could, how could you be so dumb? Right, but at least he got it back. At least he got it back. Right. But how did he get it back? Yeah, that's... That's pretty crazy. Like that's, to be fair, if the the people at the auto parts store found it, and right, what do you? They gave it back to him. That's pretty nice of them. They could have been. Like, no, nah, I've never seen it. But then of right. course they'd go and cash it in, and this guy would be those yep. sons of bitches. Yep, because there'd be some sort of announcement somewhere, so he would see yep. it. Although they can uh, request to remain anonymous. Oh, can they? They can. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I would do if I ever won it big. I don't want people knowing I got money now. Right, <laughs> hey, can I borrow some? No, <laughs> no, it's mine. <laughs> Get out of here. I won it fair. I worked hard for this. Yeah, I lost my ticket and I found it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't. Can you imagine the conversation uh, with his wife? After explicitly saying, yeah, no, we got to keep this safe until we can cash it in. And then you go and you take it out and show your brother, not just, you know, at your house in like the kitchen or or the living room. Hey, look at this. But like at the out out in public, anybody, anybody could have found that. Yeah, exactly. Especially, you know, if they overhear you talking about how much money you're winning over there. Right. Right. You know, most people, I don't know about most people, but a lot of people would want to keep that as quiet. As possible. I would think so. Yeah. But then again, most people lose all their winnings within a year. Yeah. Is that true? Probably. I, I think that's true. Uh, I don't know. Hey, I Google, mean, tell me things. Uh, not necessarily related to um, uh, the lottery specifically, but I know like pro- professional athletes, a lot of them go broke within like the first five years of their retirement. Which I think is pretty crazy, considering how many millions of dollars those those people make. 
Lottery winners are more likely to go bankrupt within three to five years mm-hmm. of, of winning, they say. That's according to, it looks like, Snow Group LLC. Hmm. Snow Financial Group tells us that information. Three to five years. So that's not a whole lot of time to enjoy that money. Your life has changed, and now <laughs> it's completely the same all over <laughs> and again. And now you're broke again. And I guess it would depend on how that was spent on whether or not it was worth it. And only you would be able to, to right. know that. Right. Uh, you wasted it on a bunch of material things that are going to be lost in the bankruptcy anyway. Right. That's not quite worth it. But maybe you got some experiences out of it. Yeah. Some traveling. Or maybe, you know, maybe you got to use it to pay off some of your previous debt. You know, yeah. You yourself out for the free future. That'd be all right. That'd be cool. That, yeah. Yeah. That's the responsible thing to do. Right. Right. Uh, That's rarely the, the best option <laughs> is, is the responsible one. <laughs> but it is, you know, the best one. And stick around, Cordell. We've got some milestones to reach. Along with that, uh, we'll play you some music, and uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do some things. It's After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Thank you. 
Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook and Twitter for exclusive content and information from the artists you love. After Hours Radio, your Sunday night just got better.
Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook and Twitter for exclusive content and information from the artists you love. After Hours Radio, your Sunday night just got better.
After Hours Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn in the Dirty Chai studio with me, of course. We've got a Cordell. That's me. That is you. Don't forget to follow along all week long. You can do that on, on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's at AH Radio WY. On Instagram, it's After Hours Radio WY. Facebook.com slash AH Radio WY. Podcast available on all major streaming services. You know what uh, what I did this weekend, Cordell? I, I don't, actually. I watched a Miles Davis documentary. Oh, how was that? It was delightful. I, a few months ago, watched a Frank Sinatra documentary. Um, and so I thought, all right, it's time, for, it's time for Miles. I started, I got into jazz a few years ago. I refused to listen to Miles Davis at first. Why is that? Well, because he was supposed to be the best. Mm. And I didn't just want to get sucked down into a rabbit hole <laughs> and only know my, like, say, that, like, I didn't want to tell people, yeah, I like jazz, and then have Miles Davis be the only person that I knew. So Smart. I, I, I listened to anything but Miles for a long time. Um, didn't really pay attention to who I was listening to. But over time, I kind of mm-hmm. figured it out. Um, but and, th- and then, of course, I, I listened to Miles and absolutely love it. Um, so I decided uh, it's time to, time to learn about him. It was a journey. Um, yeah, I was a stubborn asshole, really. <laughs> <laughs> but made hella good music. Um, and the way that he approached it, I didn't realize, um, like with Frank Sinatra, <clears throat> yep. he refused to change with the times. Like, mm. he, was, he was Frank, and that's the way that he was. And, like, when rock and roll and things started to happen, he wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, nah, young. They don't understand. The kids don't understand. <laughs> and Miles kind of looked at uh, these rock and roll guys uh, selling out these stadiums and whatnot. I was like, "Well, what the hell? People don't like people don't want to go to these jazz clubs anymore, right?" And so he uh, he started playing his trumpet with uh, with rock and roll bands, and like it's where uh, kind of acid jazz came from. Um, and I didn't realize how much of his great standards and classics were just completely improvis- improv. Mm-hmm. Like, made them up on the spot as they as they went. And he was uh, under contract at one point for one record label and was supposed to start with Columbia, so he had to fulfill this other contract and just called up uh, his, his band and was like, hey, meet me at the studio. And... They spent three days and recorded enough music to get out of the contract, fulfill the obligations. And it, to Miles, it was just kind of throwaway music. Yeah. And just, hey, I got to get this done. Hurry up and let, let's go. <laughs> um, not to say that it was rushed. It was just right. rushed. Yeah. Um, and super improv and ended up being uh, some, of, <laughs> some of his most uh, favorite work, best-selling mm. work. Um, so I, th- I thought that was kind of overall it was a good watch. It's on Netflix. It is. Yeah. Nice. I forget what it's called, but if you search for Miles Davis, you'll find it. I'll have to check uh, it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice. That uh, Frank Sinatra one was on there too. Yeah. I, what was that one called? My way, or something. That would make sense because that's a Frank Sinatra song. I haven't finished it yet, but speaking of documentaries, have you seen the the Biggie 
doc on Netflix, the new one? No, but I, I, I had meant to. Maybe that's uh, maybe I'll dive into that before we meet again next Sunday. I've watched like half of it. Half it's of like it? A, it's like an hour and a half long or something like that. Pretty good so far? Yeah, it is pretty good so far. Are you, how many, like, did you go down rabbit holes before? Or is this your first time kind of learning about nah, the... This is kind of the first time deep diving into uh, the story of Biggie. Sure, sure. So, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> interesting. A, a, a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like I like music documentaries and learning about Me musicians too. and different things. It, it's been kind of fun um, looking back at at musicians of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. And Biggie certainly is is one of those. Uh, you know, maybe a little more modern than Miles Davis, but right. Another one I I watched recently uh, was actually one about Kanye. Oh sure. Yeah. How was that? That was I loved it. I I'm a f- big fan of Kanye. I know a lot of people just don't like Kanye. But sure. I, I like him. Did and you, I think I kind of it kind of made me like him a little more. <laughs> I had you, to go back and listen to some old Kanye again. Yeah. Sure. It was great. Did you uh, um know know the stuff in the documentary before you you watched it or did you learn anything from it mm, i knew like kind of bits and pieces just through like memories of old you know news bits and whatnot you find on social media sure not a whole lot but so it was kind of interesting yeah uh to see that but that would be he's certainly been an artist that's evolved quite yeah. a bit uh, since his start yeah. i mean it, the tabloid stuff aside uh, mm-hmm. as a as an artist the um, he's really kind of expanded and and gone in so many different uh, directions yeah. over the course of of his career mm-hmm. uh, do you prefer old kanye to, or new kanye old kanye yeah big fan of like uh it's like first three or four albums sure or, i was i always kind of liked uh i think it was the college dropout mhm that was his first one yeah uh, no then it was the second one that I that I got into, and I think that was more of I accidentally owned it, <laughs> so I was exposed to it more. Yeah. Um, whereas if I would have accidentally owned the first one, I'd probably favor that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I still know all the songs. Yep. And I enjoy them. Yeah, it's good stuff. What's your favorite Kanye album? Mm. I mean, I was the first three. Probably College Dropout. Dropout it yeah, is? Yeah, I do like that one. That's just such a great debut album for him. Yeah. He really kind of nailed it. Um, that uh, Oh, yeah, that documentary was on YouTube, though. It's called Dropout. Dropout on yep. YouTube is, yep. is where you find that one? I haven't... Uh, I, I don't know much about... I mean, I know about Kanye. I've watched Kanye since the early to mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, but the in-depth story of Kanye West. I don't Yeah. I don't know all the details. I've been kind of a passive uh listener and fan, if you will. Mm-hmm. If it was put on, I might not change it, but I might. Kind of how it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stick around. We got a lot more coming up in the long burning 10 o'clock hour. Uh follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
all the all the normal haunts were hanging out over there. Also, DirtyChaiRadio.com. Don't forget you can submit your music and events. We'd love to know what uh, what you're up to and would love to talk about it and share it here on the show. Each and every Sunday we do this live from 7 until 11 p.m. And, of course, you can find the podcast anywhere that uh, that you find good podcasts. This is Kicks Duckma.
Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. 